السلام عليك يا أبا عبد الله السلام عليك يا ابن رسول الله السلام عليك يا خيرة الله وابن خيرته السلام عليك يا ابن أمير الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وآله الطاهرين Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and welcome to episode number four of Reflections on Ziyarat Ashura brought to you by Mizan Institute. Assalamu alaikum ya ibn Amir al-Mu'mineen wa ibn Sayyid al-Wasiyyin. So uh, we reach this line of Ziyarat Ashura where we point to and address the Imam um, with this line of Ya ibn Amir al-Mu'mineen, O son of the commander of the faithful. So we are pointing out those things that Imam Hussein enjoys in his lineage that no one else really has and can enjoy. Uh, the fact that he's the son of Amirul Mu'minin salam. Now, I want to point one thing out here, and that is that when we said Yabna Rasulullah, uh, and here when we say Yabna Amirul Mu'minin, we are we are pointing out how significant the lineage of the Imam is but through titles, not through the names of his forefathers. Um, just to show even more how important an individual Imam Hussein was himself. So instead of saying, Assalamu alaikum ya ibn Muhammad ibn Abdullah, O son of Muhammad, son of Abdullah, which is, which is our holy prophet sallallahu alayhi wa or instead of saying, Yabna Ali ibn Abi Talib, son of Ali, son of Abu Talib, instead of saying it like that, yeah, we point out the titles of these people he is the son and descendant of. Why? Just to show how important it is. He's not just Muhammad ibn Abdullah as a person or Ali ibn Abi Talib as a person. He's the son of. He is the son of the Rasul of Rasulullah, the Prophet of God, the Messenger of God, sallallahu alaihi Or he's the son of Amirul Mu'minin, not son of Ali ibn Abi Talib. Yeah, he is of course son of Ali ibn Abi Talib, but Ali ibn Abi Talib as Amirul Mu'minin, like this is something that sets him apart from everybody else. Yeah, so this is, an, this is a medal of honor to have, to be the son of Amirul Mu'minin. Why? Because Amirul Mu'minin, this title, commander of the faithful, this title itself, uh, according to our literature, the Shia school of thoughts literature, according to our scholars, this title is a special title. It's not just a title to be given to anyone who um, is in charge of things who is the commander, who is the leader of people, who is the khalifa of people. No, this title is a special title, you, it, exceptional, only um, only given to Amir al-Mu'mineen In other words, no one else should be addressed with this title according to the Shi'i school of thought. And uh, the reason why we say such is because of the hadiths that we have in this regard. For example, we have in our literature that someone came to Imam Ja'far al-Sadiq and said to him, he said, Assalamu alayka ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, O commander of the faithful. To who? To Imam Sadiq salam. So, I mean, when you think about it, it makes sense. Imam Sadiq salam is supposed to be a, a person who gives commands to the people and the people follow. According to us, the Shi'i school of thought, he is an Imam. And what does an Imam do? An Imam leads. 
What about, how do you lead? Well, you, you issue commands to people, right? So Amirul Mu'mineen should apply to him, correct? And this is what this person apparently, that's what his thought process was. So he addressed the Imam as such. As-salamu alayka ya Amir al-Mu'mineen. So here it says the Imam stood up and said, be quiet. So the fact that the Imam stood up itself shows this is a big matter here. It's not your everyday thing. It's, it's something specific, something significant. And so the Imam gets up and tells him to be quiet, not say that. Why? He says, this is a name that only belongs to Imam Ali So the hadith goes on. And then it says, the person asks the sixth Imam. He says, what is the twelfth Imam called by? So this person is probably thinking to himself, at the end of the day, right? Imam Mahdi Sharif, he is going to be the one who is going to be listened to the most when he comes. Out of all of the 12 Imams, we all know that the 12th Imam is the one that will be followed by everybody, will be listened to, will be giving the most commands probably. So it just makes sense that at least him should be referred to, at least he should be referred to as Amirul Mu'mineen. And this is what this person asks the Imam. He says, then what is the 12th Imam called? Okay, Imam Sadiq, you know, you're telling me not to call you uh, uh, Amirul Mu'mineen, but like, so what are we supposed to call Imam Mahdi? We can't call him that? Because Amir means commander, and he will be the biggest out of the 12 Imams. He'll be the biggest one, the one that, you know, the whole world is going to be um, listening to. So how does that work? What do we call him? The Imam replied, that if you want to call him, you want to address him, this is how you address him. As-salamu alayka ya baqiyatullah. As-salamu alayka ya ibn Rasulillah. Yeah, that's how you address him. That, O baqiyatullah, salams to you. O ibn Rasulillah, salams to you. Son of Rasulullah, salams to you. This is how you can address him. In other words, the Imam indirectly is telling him, no, even with Imam Mahdi salam, you can't use the title Amirul Mu'mineen. Amir al-Mu'mineen is only reserved for Ali ibn Abi Talib Or another hadith goes like this. It says that someone asked Imam Sadiq, can we say As-Salamu Alaik Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen to, like, to you? And so the Imam said, no, that is a name Allah gave to Imam Ali salam. No one was given that name before him and no one will be named that after him uh, except that their faith has issues. So the Imam here is making it clear that if you're a true mu'min, you will only reserve this title for Imam Ali salam. So those of us of the Shi'i school of thought who are aware of this, yeah, but this is why we only will call Amirul Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib with that title. Because we believe, um, and our scholars have taught us that this is a title reserved only for him. So here when we say, As-salamu alayka ya ibn Amirul Mu'mineen to Imam Hussein salam, we're pointing out that you're the son of the one who is very special to the point that only he can be called Amirul Mu'mineen salam. If we had said Assalamu alayka ya Ali ibn Abi Talib, excuse me, Assalamu alayka ya ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib, O son of Ali ibn Abi Talib, true, it's the same person. Amirul Mu'mineen is Ali ibn Abi Talib. But you're not putting your finger on this merit of Imam Ali salam, and that that uh, specialness will, will not be rubbing off unto Imam Hussain We want to make it clear that he was the son of a very special person. Thus, he himself, Imam Hussain himself, is a very special person. And so as a result of all of this, we can conclude that this Amir, this commander, 
here does not just denote a person who leads the people, but rather there's much more to this title uh, because at the end of the day, as I said, the 12th Imam would be very deserving of this title too. So this is because we, we have this literature and we understand that this is a very special title. It's, it's through this that we start to understand hadiths that speak of how um, Jibra'il brought this name to Imam Ali from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Jibra'il gave him this name from Allah. Or that he was named by this name since he was born. Like a child is not a commander. So why are you going to call a child Amir al-Mu'minin? Yeah. Why was he named by this name since he was born? Well, it shows that, okay, there's something more going on here. It's not just about being a commander in the battlefield or something or anywhere else. It's more than that. This is something divine um, coming from above by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's um, through all of this that um, you'll have even cases where before Imam Ali is giving commands because he's, during, he's alive during the Prophet's time and the Prophet is alive then, right? It only makes sense through these narrations that we're going through that he would be called Amirul Mu'mineen even during the time of the Prophet I have one story here that I want to share with you of the Holy Prophet um, referring to him as Amirul Mu'mineen in his lifetime. So obviously when the Prophet is alive that Ali ibn Abi Talib, he's not going to be speaking. He's not going to be telling people what to do, what not to do. He himself, he says, "Ana abdun min abidi Muhammad. I am but a slave of Muhammad So he's not a commander in that time, in that context, right? Um, but the Prophet refers to him, yes, yeah, still as Amirul Mu'minin in this story that I want to share with you. Um, it says that Buraida uh, al-Aslami narrates this. Buraida is an important uh, figure um, in the whole story of Fatimiyyah um, and there are some details in regards to him and, and even Hajjatul Wida' and before that and Ghadir even there are some things that are said there about Buraida al-Aslami and things that happened in Yemen before uh, Imam Ali made his way from Yemen to Mecca for Hajjatul Wida' with the Prophet there, he's, he's, he, he has some significance there all in all he is um, uh, he is a kind of a famous figure as well. But anyway, I just wanted to say that on the side. Buraida al-Aslami in this story is narrating that when we would travel with the Prophet, Ali salam was the one in charge of the Prophet's belongings. He would keep them with himself. When he would stop to rest, uh, or when we would stop to rest, uh, Ali salam would check the Prophet's things and would repair anything that needed repair. And if it was a na'al, he would repair it. He would fix it. Na'al, meaning sandal or shoe. So one time we stopped and Ali began fixing the Prophet's na'al. Abu Bakr entered and the Prophet told him to go and say salams to Amirul Mu'minin. Abu Bakr said, O Prophet of God, even when you're alive, like there's going to be someone who we can consider commander of the faithful. The Prophet said, yes, even when I am alive. Abu Bakr said, and who is this Amirul Mu'minin? Prophet said, the one fixing my na'al, khasifun na'al. And this hadith has become famous um, and known as the hadith of khasifun na'al, the one who's repairing the shoe. So they say, they see that it's Ali ibn Abi Talib that's repairing the shoe. So 
In this story, the Prophet is referring to him as such. And then it says that Umar entered upon the Prophet. The same story happened. And then Buraida says, I was also with them. So I also said salams to Ali ibn Abi Talib in that way. And I, and I addressed him as Amirul Mu'mineen. That is um, the Khasifun Na'al story um, in our sources. Um, you will have also a Khasifun Na'al story in non-Shi'i sources. Um, um, but it's a little different and you will not have this Amirul Mu'mineen part in it. Okay, so I do want to say that this title though has been used. Other schools of thought will use this title um, for other individuals. For example, I think after Imam Hassan had to uh, have a ceasefire with Muawiyah, um, it was after that that Muawiyah started uh, spreading uh, in the lands that he is to be um, called Amirul Mu'mineen. Not that he, you know, he, this spread, it, that's when it actually really spread and he was now called Amirul Mu'mineen. Um, I've also seen books that have uh, addressed other Khalifas as well as Amirul Mu'mineen. But according to the Shi'i school of thought, this is only reserved for Imam Ali salam because he's so special. And if he's that special, then his son is going to also be um, special. Imam Hussein salam is Yabna, we, we address him as Yabna Amir al Mu'mineen, son of Amir al Mu'mineen. And then it goes on, it says, Wabna Sayyid al Wasiyeen. So I just want to explain this a little bit as well. Sayyid al Wasiyeen, the master of the Wasis. Okay, so what is a Wasi? A Wasi is a person who carries out your Wasiyah. If you have a will, if you have wishes that you wish to be fulfilled after you, after your de demise, you will have a wasi who will make sure that those go through. And so a wasi in a nutshell is a person who gets the work that you need done after you, he gets it done. And so when we address uh, Imam Hussein as the son of the master of all wasis, what does that mean? That means that the Holy Prophet had different wasis, different people who were to follow his way after him to uh, push forward his cause after him, to take care of business after him. And of course, the Shia school of thought will believe that our Imams, they are the Awsiya. Awsiya is the plural of Wasi. They are the Awsiya of the Prophet Why? Because they're taking care of that which the Prophet wanted to, be, wanted to be taken care of after him, which is the religion of Islam. Whether politically, whether... Um, educationally and teaching the people and and whether legally you know Islamic law and fiqh and uh, legal theory all of that stuff um, the Imams are to um, continue that path after the Holy Prophet so they become his wasi they're the ones who are carrying out what he wants them to carry out after him so we have at least we have the 12 Imams we see them as awsiya but there, out of all of these Imams there's a Sayyidul Wasiyin the master of all of them the greatest of all of them, uh, in a sense. And that is Ali ibn Abi Talib salam. So two medals of honor that Ali ibn Abi Talib has, we point out in this ziyarah. As Imam Hussein being the son of, uh, the, of the one who bears and possesses these two medals of honor. Number one, that he is the son of Amirul Mu'mineen, the one who possesses this title. And the one who also, also possesses the title of Sayyidul Wasiyin, the master of those to succeed the Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam
والحمدللہ رب العالمین والسلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ وعلى